go live. And we're live here on Facebook. I'd like to welcome those listening in podcast land. And Rich, I'd like to welcome you as well. Say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. And uh, also welcome to those watching on the YouTube. Yeah. Well. And on Facebook Live, of course. Always. Okay. Um, Rich, good week? Um, it was all right. A little under the weather, but we're hanging in there, as always. So I agree. Uh, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, that's all we need to say about that. Yeah. 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 Don't need to talk too much about what I went through this week or you guys went through this week. Yeah. So I don't know. So, Mike, uh, we, we know who won the NASCAR championship as the NASCAR season wrapped up this year, this uh, last week in Phoenix. Yep. We'll be talking about that. And, um, Talking about the, what else are we going to talk about? Really only two things this week. Yeah, really just a bunch of news in the NFL. We do have some quick hits to get on. But other than that, uh, you know what it's time to do, Rich? Is it time to roll the intro? It's time to roll the intro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa. This is Balls and Sticks, the podcast with your host, Mike and Rich. And we're back. Okay, folks. Um, yeah, a lot. Like we do every week, we're going to start with our poll question. We're kind of doing foods we like around, like foods that make us think of watching sports. How about that? Is that kind yeah. of the best way Couch for gate, tailgate? Especially for this week. Yeah. Um, so, Mike, while you're bringing up the the poll results, Mike, I'll go ahead and tell them what their what the foods were this week. And we went with buffalo chicken dip, a five or a seven layer dip, or mac and cheese. Yeah. Um. Um. I oh. I, I went with buffalo chicken dip. Yeah, I did too. Now, now, do you? I've had it both ways with ranch or blue cheese dressing. Which way do you prefer it? I hate ranch. Don't like it with ranch. I hate ranch. Like I just hate it. Um, I know there are some of you out there that want to take away my Midwesterner card. I still apologize to people when I'm walking past them in an aisle and they're looking at stuff. Mm-hmm. I still apologize. I wave at those that uh, I drive by on the country roads. When I'm in town, I don't do it. But when I'm on a country road, I wave at people. Good. Um, so I think I'm still Midwest. I think so. Um, it seems like I don't remember the last time that I had it with blue cheese, but I like the taste of it with blue cheese dressing instead of ranch. It's like when we make it for like a holiday get-together on uh, on my wife's side, they hate blue cheese dressing, so we have to make it with ranch when we elect to make it. And it seems like when it comes out as a potluck dish at work, the person that makes it uses ranch. Yeah, I'm not a. Uh, yeah, I, I just. Um, All right. So what did the people say, Mike? I think we had votes for everything. Or did we... We did... We, no. Five, seven layer dip. Nobody voted for that. Mac and cheese got one vote. One okay. vote. Seven people voted for... The buffalo chicken, buffalo chicken dip. All right. So, so this week, 
because we need to have an even amount of foods, we're going to do a wild card weekend. Ooh, wild which, card weekend. Which of the uh, votes that, uh, which of the foods that didn't get enough votes to win their original matchup can get into the tournament. So we're going to bring out, bring back hot dogs, pork butt, corn dogs, or the salad. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what people vote for. That'll be an interesting one this week. Rich, do you see what's coming up next? Is it a left turn? Mike? It is a left turn because after that, there's another left turn because we're heading into the NASCAR corner for the last week or last time this year. Uh, as right. we are heading out to Phoenix to talk about the championship race in Phoenix. So, um, just and our final fantasy shout out of the year. So, Rich, do you want overall standings first? Do you want... Let's take playoffs and then overall. Okay. In the playoffs. In the playoffs. Just like NASCAR, you got to win in the playoffs. Yeah, just the like the playoffs. Solomon Stroop has won. I think this is like the second year in a row. I think he won it last year as well. Yeah, he wins the playoffs. He's really good with the playoffs. Um, I came in second. Um... And he beat me by 200 points. Huge. Huge. Uh, then you, then Tony. Uh, so who won Phoenix, Mike? Who won Phoenix? Okay. Fantasy-wise. Um, we're going to go... That's going to be me. Ooh. Then Solomon. Then you. Then Tony. And then your overall winner, Rich, you won, then Solomon, then me, Tony, then me. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate you sending me the messages uh, last week while uh, my wife and I were driving home. Just trying to watch the, go doing, watching the leaderboard change every once in a while as best I could on the NASCAR app. Yeah. Uh, while, while we were driving home. Uh, but Kyle Larson was your race winner. Yeah. No really, no surprise there, Mike. Uh, did you have the number five car car shirt on, Mike? I do. It's not actually, it's, it's not a Kyle Larson. It says Mark Martin right here. It says Mar Mark Martin. So. All right. So you did get him right. You got the pick right. I don't blame you one bit for taking Kyle Larson. Um, I think if Martin Truex wasn't in it and I got the pick, uh, if I got the first pick of drivers, that's probably who I was going to take. Yeah. Um, Martin Truex came in second, so good job on that. Uh, and in fact, um, the top four drivers, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott was third, Denny Hamlin was fourth. Yeah, it, and they were battling the top, they were battling in the top four for most of the day. So the f right four were there. Um, Kevin Harvick uh, came in seventh of the playoff drivers. Rich, so or non-playoff drivers. So, for me, for us to tie the overall uh, wins or overall picks, uh, my William Byron had to come behind, and then in the playoffs we tie, in the season we tie, and it's only because you got three more wins picked, which is a big deal. That you win, which is what happened. William Byron came in 17th. So officially we tied 
in the playoffs and the season, you get the tiebreaker, which is winning the most picks of a winner. Overall, good season? Yeah, great season. I mean, Kyle Larson, I think, had a great year all all, all around. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think it might, may have even been a disappointment if he hadn't won Yeah, it, because it, of how many races he won throughout the year, both in the playoffs and the regular season. It is one of the most dominating seasons we've seen in years. So, Anything else about NASCAR that uh, you want to cover before we head off into the gridiron? I, I, you know, Mike, I, I think we can put the cars in the garage until they head out to L.A. Well, to, we um, we have one. Th- we do have one thing to, real quick to talk about. Uh, okay. Ryan Newman does not have a ride for next year. He doesn't. Neither does uh, Matt DiBenedetto. Yeah. So. You guys that, um, and and it sounds like Ryan Newman. Ryan Newman seems like he's basically retiring, but he's not going to call it retiring. So he'll be available to kind of pinch it if somebody needs a driver. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, but, what what uh, Matt Kenseth did when, uh, when uh, Chip Ganassi had to fire Kyle Larson yep. a yep. few years ago. So we'll see what happens with that, but yeah. Okay. Uh, let's head off the NASCAR corner into the gridiron. Last week, week nine, man, that was a rough week for everybody. We're going to talk a little bit about that as we look at our power, when we look at our power rankings too. But uh, first and foremost, um, man, uh, we're looking at the uh, this Bears loss on Monday night to the Steelers, which is basically the only thing anybody got right this week. I didn't get it right. I know I got it right. Other than that, none, nobody got anything right the rest of the week. And even that had had a little bit of a controversy on it as a Bears player got called for taunting and hitting, barely hitting a ref, which caused a penalty. And did you hear that he also uh, got fined for unsportsmanlike conduct in relationship to that taunting penalty? I did not. The league doubled down and said that he's getting penalized for it. $5,000. Yeah, all because the ref hip-checked him, and he was in the wrong place at the wrong time, it's, running by, and then he threw a flag because of it. He got it for the taunting. Okay. Yeah. So, um, somebody's yeah. going to have to explain I to me what taunting is anymore, because if that's taunting, man... But running running 70 yards down the field to celebrate in the end zone is not taunting? No, I, I guess not, because that's what they did last year with no fans in the stands. That's what they did. They ran down to the, that's what the Steelers the- did after a, after a fumble recovery in the same game. Same game. Do you think the NFL is using the taunting penalty as a way to fix or affect the outcome of a game? I'm not that much of a conspiracy theorist. I don't think that's out of the question, but man, that was terrible. 
So yeah. So with that Bears loss, they dropped the three and six. I'm six and three in picking the Bears. Mike, you're seven and two. This week's lock of the week, Rich. You picked the Rams over the Titans. The Rams lost sixteen to twenty-eight, bringing your record to eight and one. Yeah, the first lock. I mean, I thought the Rams had would be a that'd be a safe pick with the Rams having their the Titans having their first game without Derrick Henry, but. I mean, that defense came up big and yep. kind of kept uh, Matthew Stafford under wraps. Yep. Um, Mike, uh, the Jaguars pulled out a really unexpected game win as it was Jaguars 9, Bills 6. I mean, and Josh it, Allen. Call this the Josh Allen game. Josh Allen still won that game. Josh Allen did still win that game. Yeah, just not the Bills Josh Allen. as there were, no. This was the game of two Josh Allens um, where – uh, I I believe, and I didn't read the article, but I believe this is the first interception from fumble recovery. Was and it a sack? Yeah, but this is the first time the interception was thrown by a quarterback with the same name as the defender who caught it. Mm -hmm. Yes, that was the first time it had ever happened. I believe that. The same thing happened with a sack and a fumble recovery, too. Yeah, how crazy is that? So, upset specials. Like we said, we did not get anything this week. Rich, the Panthers lost 6-24 to in a surprising blowout. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There. Uh, the you Texans know, I, lost 9-7. I made, yeah. I made that pick. Yeah. Yeah, I made the pick thinking, all right, Christian McCaffrey's coming back. That offense will play better. Yep. But Sam Darnold got a separated his shoulder. Yep. Uh, which led to the Panthers to make a move that we'll talk to after we get done uh, recapping Thursday night's football. Yep. And uh, the Texans lost said, to the Dolphins, uh, nine to seven. I am three and six, and Rich, you are four and five. Tell us how we did with for Thursday night football. Thursday night football, we didn't get that one right either, as the Dolphins beat the Ravens twenty-two to ten. Man, the Dolphins, the, Ravens. the Dolphins winning two games in a row. Not even mad. I'm impressed. Uh, we are both are seven and two. Okay, uh, let's do some NFL quick hits real quick. Um, so you alluded to it earlier. Tell us about what has happened in Carolina. Well, they went and signed Cam Newton. He's going to return to the Carolina Blue. Okay. So, Mike. So, they released Cam Newton. They signed. Years ago, yes. They signed uh, and are Teddy paying. And they, they've since released Teddy Bridgewater. Signed somebody else to replace Teddy Bridgewater. No, they traded for Sam Darnold. They oh, yeah, they traded. For, that's and right. And picked up his fifth-year option. So yeah. they're, they're tied to Darnold for next year at like $19.5 million. Yeah, so they have Sam Darnold, who they're paying, who they paid to replace the guy they paid to replace Cam Newton. And now they're paying Cam Newton to replace the guy that they paid, they're paying to replace the guy to replace the p guy to pay, replace p Cam Newton. So Pretty Cam much. Newton is... Replacing himself and getting paid? Yeah. Okay. Um, $10 million, one-year deal. Uh, man, 
how great would it be if he balls out and turns that team into a playoff team? It really would be. I mean, I, I think that was the best place for him. That that was the best quarterback that Carolina could have gotten. Yeah. Um, with the trade deadline already coming gone. Um, there is a question. There's that guy out there released a Netflix movie this year or series that makes you think that the whole world is racist and nobody wants him because he's black. Oh, yes. Colin Kaepernick. Why didn't he get picked up? Why'd Cam Newton get picked up? Cam Newton's not black enough. Yeah. I mean, the, I don't know, but Cam Newton was in the league last year. Mm. Colin Kaepernick hasn't been in the league for, what, three years now? Maybe yeah, but that's because the league is racist. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what. Anyway, sorry. Um, Cam Newton I- returning to the Carolina Panthers. I think it's a good move for him. I think that's the best option that they had. Um, speaking of moves, um, Odell Beckham Jr. officially released and passed through waivers to be picked up by the Rams. Is this team just getting like this team is getting better and better as the year goes on? Is this a good fit, and is this gonna? Does this improve them? With the initially, when I saw that Odell Beckham was signing with the Rams, my initial thought was, why did he choose the Rams? Yeah, he already was unhappy in Cleveland because he wasn't getting past the ball, and he wasn't a focal piece of their offense when he was healthy. And he's gonna go to a team where he's probably could be seen as the number three guy. Yeah. Basically taking Deshaun Jackson's role when he has to be released because he was unhappy that he wasn't more of a a focal point of the offense. Yep. However, news broke today that Robert Woods, their number two wide receiver, tore his ACL in practice and is out for the year. Yeah, and that's that in mind. Odell Beckham picked the right team. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Because I think he easily lines up on the outside opposite Cooper Cup and becomes their number two wide receiver. Yeah, I totally could see that being the way that it works. Um, and I think that's a great team. Uh, and I think this team is – watch out. Watch out. Um, I also heard that um, he was on a phone call with Robert – Kraft? No. Is, is that who it is out there, the defensive player? Some guy on the defense in... Uh, with the Rams? With the Rams. Probably Ramsey, if I had to guess. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey? Maybe. But he was on He was on the phone. He's like, man, I don't know. Are the guys going to accept me? And uh, he walked in and put him on speed, like walked into the middle of a meeting mm-hmm. with the wide receiver team and said, hey, guys, I got I got Odell on the phone. He wants to know if you guys want him to come out here he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to mess up you guys' vibe. And all of the receiving corps said, "Get out here, brother." <laughs> all of them. That could have been what swayed him. I heard that uh, Green Bay made an offer, but it was a very low ball offer. Yep. And he wanted to go to Green Bay. Speaking of Green Bay, they have some fines that they had to get. Um, him and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the the team got fined, and Aaron Rodgers got fined for not following protocol. And wide receiver Alan Lazard. Yeah. So he, and then you you're gonna, so 
the fine is like $14,000, something like that? Uh, the fine for Rogers and Lazard is $14,650. Here's my question. The league knew he was not vaccinated, correct? Yeah. They would have had to have reported that he didn't take one of the right. suggested vaccinations right. that they approved. So the league knew this the whole time. Va- vaccinated. The league has known this the whole time. The league also knows that he goes to press conferences and has been seen on the sidelines without a mask. I think on the sidelines isn't a problem. Okay. But it's the doing press conferences unmasked. Yeah. And making public appearances unmasked. Yeah. So we know for a fact that he is he's been in public, he's been in places where he's not supposed to be. The league has known all year that he's not been vaccinated. Why is he just now getting a penalty? That's the problem I have. And I can agree with that. I think that the fine being what it is, I think you alluded to it in our in our pregame that uh a lot of it just probably well, has to do with what was negotiated with the... And go ahead and make your argument, because I think it's a valid argument. You're but, the... but I still think that Aaron Rodgers got that penalty because he's Aaron Rodgers. Okay, but make your original argument about C.D. Lamb. But yeah, but C.D. Lamb has gotten multiple... Got fined $20,000, which is more than what Aaron Rodgers got hit with for uniform violations. For a shirt being having... cut. Yeah, not having his having his jersey untucked, not having the socks up high enough. So here's the thing, and and I'm gonna just I'm I'm gonna defend the league for a little bit. I don't like defending the league. I like to attack this league. It, it doesn't. I mean, they're not paying us anything. Nobody pays us anything to do this thing. Uh, you listening barely pays us anything for anything. But I'm still gonna defend the league. Let let me hear me out. CD Lamb has been penalized five times this year alone for uniform violations five times basically every other week this year he's been fined for for violations now let me tell you how these violations and these penalties come through okay all right you're at warm-ups now at warm-ups you're supposed to be in uniform as you're wearing it for the game this is part of the agreement um so there is a person in the from the, the officiating crew, and I don't know if it's an officiating crew or somebody from the league, that writes down every violation of every person. Writes it down. Rich, your your socks are not showing enough black. Your shirt's untucked. Your pants are sagging too low. I don't know. Uh, writes down violations for every person on the team. Anybody that he sees in violation. He writes it down. He doesn't come to you. He goes over to your to the assist to an assistant coach that he's already been told to go to, hands him a clipboard and says, "Here's everybody who's in violation." The team's supposed to then take that, walk through the clubhouse, and say, "CD, your shirt's untucked." Uh, I throw out names like whoever your your socks are too high. You need to lower them down. So and so. They go through and walk through every violation. Everybody knows, gets a note. First half goes by. You're probably still not going to get a penalty if you're wrong. Half time comes through. 
you'll get an, you'll have gotten another clipboard. Hey, these are the violations. If you don't fix it, you're going to get penalized. This is how it happens. You have the a you have the rule book that tells you what it's going to be. B, mm-hmm. you get told before the game how it's going to be. Then at halftime, you get yet another t- chance to correct the fix the issue. You get three times you get to do that. And he's had five of these penalties. That's why, because they are they increase every time you get a penalty. You get it. It's a extra bill on it. It's an extra blah blah every time. So you can't tell me that that's that that argument that his penalty is more than blah blah. He's racked up those penalties though. So that's why he got it now. The fact that Aaron didn't get penalized up until this week, it's just because the public knows now. It 100% says, well, you don't have to be vaccinated. Just don't let the world find out. That's, or follow the rules if you're choosing to be non-vaccinated. You don't have to like the rules, but you still got to follow them. I, and I agree. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I 100% am not disagreeing with your statement there. I'm just saying that the penalty is like the the league knows the league requ- has seen him do his press conference. The league has seen him do like knows that he's walking through through facilities without a mask on. I that's to me that's the problem that the league knows all of this and doesn't care hasn't penalized him until it becomes a public matter. That's where it's where I got a problem. Or they left it up to the team and the team doesn't want to piss Aaron Rodgers off. They're already on thin ice with him. Yeah. So either way, uh, does this change the way Rodgers behaves around the league? I don't know. I would imagine that if he chooses to do in-person press conferences, he's got to wear a mask now because everybody knows he's unvaccinated. Yep. Because he didn't make a big deal on how he got vaccinated while he was suspended. Well, and you can't get vaccinated for so much time after you've had the COVID. Mm. So, okay. Um, This week, week 10, Rich, I got good news. You don't have to tell me whether or not the Bears are going to lose and make give yourself false hope. I don't? No, they're on a bye week. Ah. Okay. Um, so let's move straight into the lock of the week. It being an even week, you get to pick first. Rich, who are you picking for your lock of the week? I'm going to go with the Buccaneers over the Washington football team. I think that's a great lock. I think that's probably the best lock of the week. Uh, I, however, have to pick a different one. So I'm going to pick the Dallas Cowboys over the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. The Falcons seem to be on a roll. They kind of found their footing as an offense. But they are facing Dallas. Dallas is a good team. They are. And Dallas travels well. And they're kind of they they're kind of close to each other, kind of. Okay, yeah. um, Rich, you're serving me up a special. What's your upset? I'm gonna go with the Raiders over the Chiefs. Thanks for not saying your stomach. It's uh, it, it's not a confident pick. Yeah. But, I mean, the Chiefs barely beat 
an Aaron Rodgers, an Aaron Rodgers less Packers team last week. Okay. And the Raiders are technically in first place in that division. Yeah, it's I I don't think it's a terrible pick. Uh, I don't I still think the Chiefs come through. Uh, so don't look for the Chiefs to to win. Uh, I I would say I would expect the Chiefs to win that game. I am picking um, a game that I think is going to be real tight. Uh, I'm picking the Patriots over the Browns. Yeah, it's kind of borderline on whether it's an upset because it's in that 50-40 range. Yeah. 50-40 range, but by our by our requirements, the Patriots are the underdogs in the matchup. Um, the Browns are without, like, all their running backs except for Deonis Johnson. Yep. So, yeah, and Bill Belichick probably doesn't want to lose to his former team either. No. I don't think he can, like, I don't think he thinks about that anymore. Does, do you really think Bill Bill Belichick is thinking about his time at the Browns? He's had Probably 20 not. years of winning since then. So, um, Thursday night football, Patriots at the Falcons. Rich, this is the big game. This is the, the last Thursday game before the big Thursday, the big Thursday picks. Mm-hmm. You gonna get this one right? I hope so. Who you got? So I'm gonna go with the Patriot, the Patriots. Okay. Um, oh man, I'm gonna pick the Patriots as well. I was tempted to go with the Falcons, but man, yeah, I, there's something about the the Patriots. Matt Ryan going up against the Patriots. Yeah. That sting of how they lost that Super Bowl. That's gonna be a hump that they're gonna have to get over. Yeah. So with that being said. Any other NFL news this week before we get into the power rankings? You know, not really. So we're actually, because of how light the show is, we'll be actually able to talk power rankings instead of breezing through them. Yeah. So do you have the ELO and the power rankings up, Mike? Yes, I do. Okay. So, Mike, who is your number one team? Who did the ELO put at number one? What does the power rankings say is the number one team? The number one team, according to me, the Arizona Cardinals. Rich, who you got? I put the Cardinals there as well. They had a big win against the Niners without Kyler Murray. Yep. So E-L- I had to put them back up there. ELL has the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I can't disagree with that too much. There's nope. Because the EL uses previous records, I, I can accept that. Yep. And the power rankings have the Arizona Cardinals. So, you know, all of those are fairly fairly decent. Uh, Rich, number two, who you got? I still put the Rams here. Man, I couldn't put the Rams ahead of a t- I'm going to dip into NCAA football for just a half a second. The NCAA football world is arguing Michigan lost to Michigan State, so shouldn't Michigan State be ranked higher than Michigan? And that's where I was struggling with the Titans. Can you put the Titans? The, the Titans beat the Rams, so should the Titans be ahead of the Rams? And that's what I did. Okay. That's 100% what I did. Next week, even if they both win this week, uh, I genuinely think that the Rams then take back second place. But just because of this head-to-head match right now, uh, I think it's got to be that. Um so in third place, who do you got, Rich? 
Uh, this is where I put the Titans, and the Titans did move up really far up my rankings. Yeah, they moved I up. Think they were. They moved up. They didn't quite like, a kind of bit on mine. Uh, they moved up to third for me. Are they the the Rams moved up to third up for me? Um, by the way, I forgot to give you the number the number two for the ELL ELO. Sorry. Number two for ELO, the Green Bay Packers. Okay. Uh, the number two for the power rankings, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hmm. The number three for the ELO, the Arizona Cardinals. The number three for the the power rankings, the Green Bay Packers. All right. Speaking of the Packers, that's where I put them. I put them at number four. I put them at number four as well. And at number four, the ELO believes in... I don't even see it. I lost a number four. Oh, we have... we are. T I'm sorry. We are tied for third. We are tied for third in the ELO between the, the Bills and the Cardinals. So hmm. they, they are technically tied for third. Uh, but... Uh, the Tennessee Titans are number four for the power rankings. Okay. Mike, who'd you put in the five hole? In the five hole, I have the Dallas Cowboys. I put the Baltimore Ravens here. Okay. Now, keep in mind, this was made before Thursday Night Football. Hundred I, I did it. I mean, I did it today, but I did it without thinking about Thursday Night Football. So, I did. Or... Or the fact that uh, Cam Newton is now a, a Panther, which I think actually would improve where I would rank them. I got to see how he plays. Yep. Before I decide where where they go. So number five, the Tennessee Titans for the ELO. And number five for the power rankings is the Los Angeles Rams. So again, the okay. top five have been fairly stand like fairly decent across the board between us and the science and the power rankings and all of that. Like, I think that's fairly, mm -hmm. that's been fairly standard there. Um, yeah. Number six, Mike. Number six. Where do the rankings have? Who do the ramp? Who do the uh, rankings have at number six? Number six. The ELO actually still has the new Orleans saints. Hmm. Yeah. That's a little bit high for me. The power rankings have the Buffalo bills. I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I put the Buccaneers at number six as well. Okay. Uh, number seven is where I put the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, not a bad spot. Number seven for the ELO is going to be the Rams. And number seven for the power rankings is going to be the Baltimore Ravens. My number seven, the Buffalo Bills. We're not far off on the Bills because I put the Bills at number eight. At number eight is where I finally put the Baltimore Ravens. So we're not that far off. No, 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 no. Number eight for the ELO is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. And number right. eight for the power rankings, the Dallas Cowboys. All right. So right around number nine is where I was having a really hard time coming up with yeah. people to put there. Yeah, I, I went with the bolts. Okay, and I I did as well. So after eight, I think really the rest of the league is just scrapping for the rest. 
And I don't I don't know that anybody deserves any of these positions. Yeah, I mean I, I wouldn't go with your your analogy of they're just they're they're hot trash. They're no, just, no, they're, they're not they're mediocre teams. They're they're not playing up to their potential. Well nine like you thought that they would. I think nine through maybe maybe fifteen is is um yeah, they're all right, I guess. Like that's I that's where I have them. After fifteen I think the rest of the league, you have maybe, after 20, it's hot garbage. 20 down is hot garbage. 15 to 20, I'm like... Eh. 22. 22 was when I would go with the... Hot garbage When, when I would apply it. your hot garbage. Okay. Um, I would say 20 down. Okay. The bottom 12 teams are just hot garbage. I don't think anybody in the bottom 12 has a chance to make the play. Like, they technically have a chance to make the playoffs, but I don't think any of them are going to make the playoffs. But this, I think I, I have somebody rated below 20 that could make the playoffs. Uh, I take that back. One team – no, no. I don't think – I think everybody below 20, I don't think – I don't think it really will make the playoffs. And I don't think anybody below 9 – has a real chance or below eight has a great chance at making it multiple rounds in the playoffs. I can agree with that. I think eight and up are the teams that were no. I, if I had to pick one through eight versus the field on a Super Bowl bet, who's going to make the Super Bowl? I'm taking one through eight. Yeah, I can agree with that. I, I don't, think that there's a team that's ranked below eight in my rankings that could that could get hot and start making it i think that i think there's top 10 before we maybe start looking at what teams yeah below the top 10 could go on a run and at least make the playoffs so the elo puts at nine the baltimore ravens and the power rankings put the new orleans saints there which i totally disagree with the saints as high as they've gotten you put um, I you, we both put the put the bolts. All right, I put the Saints at number ten. Okay, uh, at number ten, I put the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Um, I just that's I have a hard time putting them out of the ten, and so they just they get that tenth spot because of past success. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. So I put the Chiefs. I I have the Raiders at eleven, the Chiefs at twelve. I have, but that'll obviously change depending on who wins there. I, I could see the Raiders going higher if they win. Um, I have the Saints or the Raiders at 11 and the Saints at 12. Okay, so we're around, we're in the same neighborhood. Yep. Um, Since we got time, who'd you put at number 13? Steelers. Um, I put the Steelers as well. 14? 14. 14. Uh, the Browns. Yep. Yep. And finally, number 15. Uh, that's where I put the Pats. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, and I totally agree. Actually, I, on all three of those, we uh, 100% match up. Um, where did you put the Bears? I put the Bears at number 23. Ooh, I put them at 21, Rich. Okay. Yeah, 21. Um, I put the 49ers who beat the Bears at 22 ahead of them. Okay. The Seahawks. They've, they've played decent without Russell Wilson, and they get Russell Wilson back. 
That's the, I think that's the one team that if they can get on a roll could could leapfrog and make the playoffs even as low as they're ranked. And I put the Vikings at number 20 because at least when they're losing, they're losing close games. I have the Vikings at 20 as well. Uh, the the Seahawks they have at 22 and the Niners I have at 23. Rich, okay. let's hit the bottom five real quick. Um, so... Man, well, yeah, that's not surprising. 28, I have the Redskins. I mean, the football team. I went with the Washington football team as well. 29, I went with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Two for two, Mike. I went with the Jags as well. Who you got for 30? The Dolphins. Hey, hey, three for three. 31? Texans. And I guarantee you we have the same number, 32. The Lions. Yep. So... The 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 bottom of the barrel. Every we, uh, yeah. There's no argument on those. Um, but I would say anybody below t- twenty or below, I don't really see winning their division or getting into the playoffs. And I would even say that about the Carolina Panthers or the Seattle Seahawks. Both get it. I don't. Yeah, I I think the Panthers have dug themselves in too much of a hole to make the playoffs. They're now. I think they're. They signed Newton, and they're getting McCaffrey back. They're going to be competitive. Yeah, but they're not going to they're not going to make the playoffs. Seattle, if they can get, if Wilson can come back from his broken finger, and pick up where he left off, I could see that team sneaking into the playoffs. Okay, um, I mean honestly, Rich, I, I'm looking over it. I don't see many spots where you and I disagree all that hard. So, yeah, I, I think the biggest one is the stuff in the top ten that we've had, and even those were pretty close. So, All right. And the ELO and the power rankings just use a different formula, so that's why there's a little bit of a gap between but, where we have them. But everybody agrees that the Detroit Lions are dump, are the garbage of the garbage. Mm-hmm. Nobody... Well, how about the, the the Eagles? They're playing so bad that they could be the first time they could be one of the first teams in uh, modern draft history to have three first round draft picks, potentially all within the top five. They'll have their draft pick. They get the Dolphins, and I think they get someone. I think they get the, somebody else's pick as well. Wow. Um, I mean. If you're a if you're a Phillies fan, do you really care? They don't draft well. They don't. You hope that they're going to get at least one of those guys, right? It's the Colts pick. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Colts is their other team they get. They yeah. get the Colts, the Dolphins, and their own. Okay. This year, mid week prediction. Mid season. You want to do that next week, or do you want to do it this week? Um. We're gonna be really. We're gonna be even lighter next week. So, okay. let's let's save it for next week. Okay, um, we are. Yeah, we're gonna be a little quick this week. Uh, this week, uh, quick hits. Uh, story we covered a couple weeks ago. Uh, the fact that we stand with Kyle Birch, uh, who was raped by a former um, team video coordinator. Video coordinator for the Blackhawks uh his that former 
uh, video coordinator has his name has been removed from the Stanley Cup. I don't know if it was removed, but they put X's over the name. Good. I, I, I don't At least think it, that. Yeah. It can be totally etched out, but there are X's over his name. I think that was the right thing to do. I know your stance is, well, the, the Blackhawks need to sell the team now. Ownership needs to fresh. sell the team. But they they I, I they had to have known. To they had to have known. True or false? They had to have known. If that many, if if it went all the way up to the president of the team or vice president of the team, I think yes, the ownership had to have known. If something. the if the ownership knows why, and they this and and they haven't done, they didn't do anything about it until the end of the season. They allowed that to be the way that it went. Why Why are, are we not calling for them to sell the team? If it happened in the NBA, I mean, we... <laughs> and the NBA does have an owner kind of in hot water. Right. We've already had one owner have the team removed from him. Removed. Not even... Yeah. He was forced to sell by the league for some derogatory statements towards players. This is sexually assaulting a player. And you're telling me that's worse? Or that's not as bad? Because it's not the owner doing it. It's somebody I don't far, care. far down the far down the far down the chain. But, but he yes, still I mean, knew about it. Yeah, I think I mean, he did know about it. I mean what's Jerry Jerry Richardson in Carolina lost his team yep. because of comments that he made. Dan Snyder technically isn't marked down as the CEO or the yeah. lead owner of the Washington football team because of the workplace. Yeah. I, I think, Violations. I think that this needs to happen. Um, hashtag sell the Blackhawks. Okay, folks with that. So, be, you, so, so one last thing here. So you wouldn't be satisfied if the Wirtz, if the whoever Wirtz family member is the overall on paper is known as the owner or the controlling person within the family you wouldn't be satisfied if he was if he stepped down and gave it to another family member no no okay. sell the team that's what needs to happen if ownership knew then ownership ha now has a responsibility to sell the team because you're telling me that raping one of your players is not bad enough to get you kicked off the team immediately I don't know how any of the team members play for them and how they're they're doing great this year. They're doing quite well. But I hope they get forced to sell. That's that's where I'm at about it. Okay, folks. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Rat 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 rat. If you don't want to hear about the mass singer, hang up now. Leave. You have your opportunity. We're giving it to you. Okay. Here we go. Spoiling the mass singer. And Rich, did you watch The Masked Singer? I sure did. Watched it live. So, two people went home. Did the right people go home? Yes. Okay. Those two people were the Joker, which uh, the true identity of the Joker surprised me. Um, but his how terribly he did, I yeah, he didn't deserve to say anymore. It was the lead singer of the Sex Pistols. Yes, Johnny Rotten. Yeah, uh, and you know him talking, him talking about how 
he did this for his wife and basically now he's just taking care of his wife because she's has complications due to dementia and, and Alzheimer's great great story but his singing was not on par so I think there were there are yeah. much better singers um, I think there are much of him. I think there are much better singers that have gone home than him but I think this so year you think that if he started the show not as a wild card that came in a couple shows into that in that group he probably would have been the one of the first ones sent home yeah instead of getting two performances I I think he probably makes it I I don't know those first couple they had some really bad ones on there but yeah I think but, it, it'd be pretty cool but uh, I I love the story I mean, I, telling him seeing him talk through his clues yeah was kind of neat yep. and talking about his wife and how you know what I got to stick with her yep no I, mean, I totally agree I think that the great story I think the story was great I just think his his abilities were terrible so Okay, and then the other side, we actually lost somebody that was quite good, but was the lower performer of the last three left. Uh, mm-hmm. And just so you know, he, uh, the, after the Joker went home, those that were left were the Bull, the Skunk, Skunk. and the Chili Pepper. Unfortunately, this week we saw who go home, Rich? Natasha Bedingfield, who was revealed to be the Pepper. Yeah, you know, Natasha Bedingfield is great. I remember a lot of her songs back in the 90s. Um, but I, I think... Does the... Uh, were you disappointed with the the Take It Off buzzer? No, I think, I, I think it was used correctly. I'm disappointed that the penalty, they really... Some made-up thing, or you got to wash all my cars. <laughs> yeah, I think... Like, what? I think what I, I, should have happened is he loses his point. Yeah. Like, I, I, that, I think that would have been an acceptable penalty. You get two points for winning. You lose a point. if You get two points if you're right. You no, lose. One, yeah. No, you get two points. You I get, thought it was just one you point get if you had two. Bonu- you get two bonus points. If you push that okay, button. If you press it and it's right, yes. So I think you should lose a bonus point. Uh, if you get it wrong. Which would then put Nicole Scherzinger in the lead because she got a point. Yeah. So. I was just disappointed that it was a, I mean. Yeah, that the penalty I, was I so I think it's going to be used next week, too. It's I, definitely going to be used next week. Probably. I'm glad that um, they actually used it. I'm glad they yeah. actually used it. So. Okay. Now, Owen didn't do the what they did the, the first time it came out with Jenny and hype it up. No, I'm not going to do it after all. Yeah. And hyped it up. So, out of that group, the bull and the skunk, who do you like going out? Who do you like coming out of that group? Um, Overall, I think the bull has done better. Overall. The skunk has, like, cons- the bull has consistently done better. The skunk has had better highs but also lower lows yeah i mean i think the bowl is also giving you a wide variety of music yep where the skunk is sticking within her comfort zone of kind of the classic slow moving like slow songs that yeah that her that that were sung during her era when she was in the spotlight yep 
I can't wait to see who it is, but I, at the same time, I'm not going to be upset if the skunk goes to the finals. Yeah. Because you haven't had like a living legend that she probably is win the entire thing. I think she could. Again, I think if it's done right, she plays real. She'll play great, uh, or, and she does a great job next next time they they do the group A. Uh, she could very easily go. I don't know that that will happen. So, okay. Finally, uh, any shout outs this week, Rich? Um, I don't. A uh, a happy Marine Corps birthday yep. to uh, our friend Joe Perry. Yep. As I... it was the Marine Corps' birthday on Wednesday. Yes, and thank you for your service. I that's where we that was our next move. Um, so yeah, happy birthday to all the Marines out there. Uh, for your birthday on Wednesday. Um, man, if I went down the whole list, it would be too long, but Joe, uh, being in my wedding, um, my uncle Paul, um, was a Marine, uh, just all, you guys know who you are. Happy birthday. Have a great time. Um, and then we also want to give a shout out to all of our veteran friends, uh, and especially you, Rich. Thank you for your service. Uh, I, my, my Facebook on Thursday, my my statement was, thank you is not enough, but it's all I have. Uh, so thank you for your service, Rich. You've you've seen some stuff. Um, you weren't in active combat zone, but yet you still ended up. Um, weren't you? Had a close call. Yeah, yeah you, we you, had a close call. You had a very close call. And I'm glad that it, it turned out that it, it didn't cost you your life. Um, and we'll remember those guys on Memorial Day, but we, we very much want to thank those that um, are veterans and, and just everything you've you guys have done for us. Finally, I have one other shout out. Um, my cousin PJ is getting married today. Uh, it's in Little Rock, Arkansas, so we will not we we weren't able to go to the wedding. Uh, Fifteen hour trip with the baby seems like a little much. Especially after the week I had, I don't think we would have been able to make it either way. So, or there would have been a lot of stops along the way. Uh, yeah, maybe. But, um, happy birthday, Marines! Thank you to all you veterans. Congratulations, PJ. They should be married by now and partying on. So, we will. Any comment? Any comments through the uh, through the Facebook Live? No comments on Facebook Live. We will see you all next week. Uh, normal time, hopefully, I think. Yeah, normal yeah, time next so. week. Uh, and uh, as always, God bless. Let's r- roll the outro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich. <laughs>